What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Adjusting the Life. It's your boy Marcus with the crew, with the squad, and we're back with another episode. This is episode six, guys. So, you know, you got to stay tuned in. But I just want to start off by just asking, how's everybody day been today? Because it is hell week. So how your day been today, Danny? My day's been good. Um, you know, I'm just glad to, to be honest, I'm glad to be done with part one of hell week. Um, you know, so it's just, I'm, I'm ready to, to keep studying and keep pushing through for the next week and just, you know, look at the light at the end of the tunnel. How about you, John? Uh, my, well, my week's kind of good. Uh, I'm feeling kind of sick. I'm feeling better now. But the first few few days I was sick. Uh, shout out to Marcus that helped me out this week uh, to study. I was laying on his couch every day just to him. But uh, pushing through, pushing through. What about uh, you, uh, Ken? So my week was pretty good. I mean, we, we had our first practical uh, that we had to do a setup on an adjustment, which was really cool this week. And, you know, I'm just getting ready for next week with the rest of Hell Week, basically the rest of our midterms. So what about you, Carlos? So my week has been good. So how about you, Ryan? My week's been good. Um, like Danny said, part one of Hell Week is done. Uh, we had one of our hardest hitting classes today, Pathology One, with uh, the lovely Dr. Bordini. Um, I think it went okay. Um, going on to the knowledge after the midterm, we'll see how the second midterm or the final uh, compares to this one. But yeah, that's my week. Uh, what about you, Marcus? Well, thanks for asking, Ryan, you know, because nobody else cared. Um, this is like the sixth episode and nobody else has cared. But anyways, um, hell week for me, it's been, it's just been exhausting. I'm just going and that's, that's all I can really say because we took, we took a whole bunch of tests. I think we had five exams this week, and we had a lot of quizzes this week. So it's been it's been very exhausting, a whole lot of studying, and it's been a collaborate collaborative uh, collaborative effort. You know what I was trying to say. <laughs> so it's been a very very big effort between everybody in this group. We all worked together to try to make sure we all had good grades going into it, and we all worked together to make sure we all was just good. You know. And so in Hell Week, it's more so it's more so a mental thing. Um, it's more so you know everybody everybody looks out for each other because you cannot go in these tests by yourself. Like you can't go by just studying day in and day out. You got to make it fun. You got to make it relatable to make sure that you remember the material. I will say one thing, um, you know, in regards to studying. And like some of the stuff that I kind of changed this quarter, um, I changed studying by myself to studying with a group of people. I don't know why, but just being with a group of people and studying with them, it makes it a little easier for me to stay focused. Um, I know it's kind of counterintuitive because you might get distracted, but when you're around a bunch of people who are doing the same thing as you, it keeps you motivated. You're like, all right, this person's studying. I need to be focused too. Or, you know you guys can kind of help each other and ask questions and stuff like that. Um, it makes it, it makes it a little bit better when you're not understanding a topic too. Um, and then, you know, we kind of just like, we'll bounce around. Like sometimes we'll study in the lunchroom. Sometimes we'll study, you know, like outside and just kind of changing the environment too is another good way to like help us, you know, stay on track. Or at least for me, it helps me stay on track. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm not going back into my room, turning on a candle, trying to like, you know, keep it the same way. I try to change it up because that way I'm just always in a new environment, you know, and it really helps me out. 
I like the fact that you said different environments can help, you know, help you really think about different things. And I seen that you had bought a hammock, a black hammock, uh, you know, was that a very, very good investment, you know, so you could go out there and just change, the, you know, change the environment to create a different stimulus for you to be able to focus in? Was that like a really, really good? I like that you use the term investment, uh, not investment, um, stimulus, Marcus. You know, I, I see even uh, even reading up on that neuro. I, I, I see that. Um, it's pretty cool. Other than the fact that it's freezing freaking cold here in Georgia because it's what, November um and yeah i'm freezing my nuts off outside but you know i'm looking like a frozen pea out there it's you know it's whatever i mean i'm looking forward to the summer at least so maybe then i can use the hammock a little bit more but for right now i've just been hanging out in the lunchroom with y'all well you know you guys i just want to talk about and kind of put the light on you guys you guys got an ortho test coming up next week um how do you guys feel about that just in general fantastic well, I mean, I feel kind of prepared, I would say, but like Danny said, definitely study. This is uh, ortho, ortho is definitely one of those classes that you want to study in a in a group setting. That way, you can repeat it with other people and maybe even have that third person checking up on you, making sure that you're doing everything correctly. And you know, it's it's actually kind of fun when you start practicing wise when you start doing it and get, getting into it. But, you know, it's a lot of effort and a lot of uh, memorizing and understanding, putting putting the verbals down into your brain is very has to be relatable to the body and, and using it in a practical setting is very difficult. You know, um, I just thought of something. Could y'all imagine if we were taking these classes and like, I know this is a weird concept. But imagine we were taking ortho and we had to learn this stuff and it was like, it, let's say for example, it was a practical test, but it wasn't ortho. It was like something that you had to use something else. Like, let's say it was like you were building a robot, but you can't build a robot without the robot. And I know this is going to sound weird, what? but think about this. We do an ortho, we're taking our ortho classes and one of the ways for me to study is I'll sit there and test myself like, all right, I have to do this test. So I do it on myself. Now imagine we had to do these classes and we couldn't use ourselves to study. Wouldn't that be weird? You wouldn't, you wouldn't have, like, we, our own bodies are how we study, you know? I know this was really weird and outlandish, but for those of you that were bearing with me, my whole point is, <laughs> is that our bodies are our study material. So it just, when Ken was saying that, I was like, man, that's actually kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel all right about ortho. Um, I completely forgot what we were talking about, by the way. But I feel great about ortho. You know, it's just, it's one of those classes that, like, you just got to study your butt off for, you know? I think what Danny was trying to say is... Um, you don't know what I was trying to say. You're not in my head. Your body is your own cheat sheet. Yeah, exactly. So, if you know your body, you know the anatomy, you know the physiology and everything, um, you're well on your way to be able to use yourself as your own study guide <laughs> but anyway how i wanted to relate this is with hell week especially in fifth quarter and fourth quarter uh where we are all at currently is in fifth quarter we are taking classes like um cns or central nervous system class or uh orthopedic diagno diagnosis anyway excuse me um classes like that 
really can branch off into different careers as a chiropractor. And what a lot of people don't really understand, um, especially the general public, is that there are many, many, many different kinds of chiropractors. We don't just treat to the public. They think we generally just treat headaches and lower back pain when it's so much more than that. There is functional neurologist chiropractors. There are animal chiropractors, believe it or not, that, um, that's a whole different aspect where like equestrians and there's a lot of money behind that, by the way, for anyone interested, um, orthopedic, um, chiropractors and so nutritional chiropractors, life university offers so many different master's programs where you can branch off into specific branches of chiropractic. And with that, I don't mean to cut you off, Ryan, but with that being said, I kind of wanted to throw in one because we just had an episode last week, actually, about um, sports chiro. So in in the program, for the, those of you that have been keeping along, I'm in the master's program, Marcus as well, and so is Nyan. All three of us are in the master's program with, as well as Carlos, sorry, I forgot. My bad, Carlos. So in that in that program, you, you get your master's and you can take, there's two courses that you can take, or two certifications I should say that you could take. One qualifies you to be an extremities uh, practitioner, certified extremities practitioner, which means that you as a chiropractor are certified and well-equipped to be able to practice on people with, you know, like different issues. Uh, I guess the term would be musculoskeletal issues in their, you know, like arms and legs, hands, wrists, stuff like that. So if somebody comes in with an ACL, injury, you know, post-op six weeks, and they're like, okay, I need to get this joint moving. You're going to want to, I'm not saying you're going to want to go to a, a certified chiropractic extremities practitioner, but it, when I tore my ACL, if I had the choice to go to a certified extremities professional or a non-certified extremities professional, I would choose a certified person because I know that that person took the proper courses to be able to understand how to do that. And that same thing kind of goes with functional neurology, that goes with nutrition, that goes with animal chiropractic, that goes with pediatric chiropractic, that goes with orthopedic chiropractic, that goes with, I mean, the list goes on. I could go into this all day because, you know, one of the things that fuel my passion about chiropractic personally is that we have so many opportunities. I mean, chiropractic in itself, we're not, like Ryan said, we're not just back doctors. We're not just back crackers. We don't, we don't sell crack on the street like your drug dealer, except we sell different crack, you know? <laughs> We're not those kind of people. The crack that smells, but Chiropractic. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, there's a lot that we do. And, you know, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, you know, nerd out, but with functional neurology for my case, and now, you know, sports chiro, I, I'm taking the two and I'm putting them together and I'm, it's kind of like a mashup, you know? And I wanted, I just want to be able to provide the best opportunity to any athlete that walks through my door. And like we said in our, in our, re, our last episode about Sports Cairo, everybody's an athlete. So everybody that walks through my door is going to be treated like an athlete. So I want to take both of those and bring them together. And those are two specialties that you can do, you know, in chiropractic. So I think it's, you know, it's really beautiful. And kind of going back to function neurology um, and, you know, different branches of, of chiropractic, who would you want, you know, working working on you 
say for instance if you know your parents or you know this kind of gonna gonna hit home for some people on your parents or you know grandmother or anybody in your family has ever had a stroke you would rather would you rather a functional 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 neurology chiropractor to work on you or would you rather a sports chiropractor to work on you it's just you know it's two different and it's very very centralized in what they do and they take in functional neurology you know you are very very centralized in focusing on strokes and different in different avenues i mean not just different avenues but different different things that just happen with the human body other than just like sports in general and sports chiropractors they like they said on the last show everyone is an athlete but i just want to kind of i don't mean to interrupt you marcus i just want to say this one thing real quick there's actually a seminar for those of you that don't know there's a seminar coming up i don't know when because i don't i suck with dates i don't even know what month we're in um but there is a seminar on stroke I believe it. the Functional Neurology Club actually had mentioned it le- this last week. Um, but there's a chiropractor who's a functional neurology chiropractor who worked with Dr. Carrick, who was the founder of functional neurology. He's presenting a seminar on stroke, and he's going to tell you how to treat somebody who recently had a stroke or, you know, is, you know, somebody that... Maybe whether they're in a wheel, they're wheelchair bound, you know, they're recovering from the stroke and they're seeing an occupational therapist. It, you know, they range from all different types of ability, you know, treatments and stuff for these patients. And um, yeah, I just, you know, I just figured I'd throw that in there. Yeah, I, I just want to say I am very interested in that. You have sent me a PowerPoint about concussions that has to do with. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Uh, but never mind. The, like ortho, French neuro, and obviously the sports chiro. It's just what I want to be based, based on. So I'm definitely want to go get a, get the um, seminar. And just as a you know, just as a person in general, you always want to be real rounded. You want to be the best that you can be in any respective field. Say say if you want to be say if you're gonna be a dish digger, you want to be the best damn dish digger you gonna be. That's just how it is. And so you want to be very very real rounded in any anything you want to be so that's what same thing with chiropractic if you want to go learn functional neurology like danny has said i don't want to i don't want to keep cut you off but what you say they want to be a what ditch digger anyways so say for instance like in dandy's case he wants to combine functional neurology with sports chiro that you know that in itself speaks volume because he's not he's not one track minded or he's not you know just thinking one path that's just how it is. You want to be the best chiropractor you can be for anything you want to go into. As far as like, if you want to go, you know, learn about animal chiropractic because you you are very passionate about it, but you're very nervous to go do it. Go do it, man. Because at the end of the day, this is something that you are very very passionate about. Don't let nobody else tell you what to do. You go out and do it yourself. When you think about it, animal chiropractors are the same thing to people as uh, general physicians are. So to with regular chiropractors and one thing I will say is especially being in uh, fifth and fourth quarters uh, where we all are right now, like I said before, um, this is where we are really introduced to um, which direction in chiropractic we really could take. And me personally, I've really found myself to be attracted towards orthopedic chiropractic. Me as a person, I'm uh, come from a background of like a STEM degree. I'm very uh, factual oriented. I did 
a lot of research in uh, like glioblastoma and cancer research and everything like that. And to me, orthopedic chiropractic is much more statistically and factual based with uh, biomechanics and everything like that, where I feel more at home um, in this particular branch. And I would love to hear where everyone has an idea of where they could possibly branch off of. I don't, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you mine, but I also wanna sit back and tell you, you know, I didn't know all those things about you. Um, that, that just came out of nowhere on the podcast. Um, but I kind of see myself in the future um, as actually doing, combining it just like uh, Danny did. He converted me over like probably months ago. And so when I started going going to um, Function Neurology Club, I started getting very, very interested in it. And the more I saw, the more I was like, okay, how can I, how can I relate that to sports? How can I help out somebody with a certain injury? Because you learn in function neurology that the parietal lobe is due to mapping. And I, you know, me being me, I didn't injure my ankle multiple times. And I, you know, tried to strengthen it up, tried to strengthen it up. And I, I was doing the normal sports, sports, uh, you know, therapy type. And I wasn't even thinking that your brain has a mapping mechanism. mechanism. And so if I didn't actually know where my ankle was at, how... How was I going to be able to even perform at an optimal level? How was I going to be able to cut, right? How was I going to be able to jump, right? It's just, it's a lot that goes into it. So Danny definitely converted me over. How do you see yourself in the future, Jen? Well, I just said, I just want to be a functional network, kind of, if Danny teach me something, because he only talks about, to you about that. Uh, ortho and sports chiro. I just want to try to mix that up and get my my own thing. Um, You know, John, you could ask me, hey, Danny, what about this? Or hey, Danny. What about that? You know, I, I'm I'm always you're I'm basically always around you. You're basically my roommate, and you never talk me about that. So shut up. And <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, Ken, I'm curious because you've been going to Max Living. Um, you also did you you dabbled in Funk Neuro. You dabbled in ICPA. I believe you went. There was a couple of other clubs that I remember off the top of my head that you went to. What? What's your idea? Because I know yours is really interesting. So maybe unlike all of you guys, um, I haven't really found my specific home in per se. Whereas I haven't found that branch of chiropractic that I really enjoy, that I want to be only in this part of this field. I've been exploring all the options by going to each and every single club and kind of taking uh basically if you make the analogy like taking a tool from each single club and adding it to my tool belt i'm trying to be an all around well-rounded uh individual with a little bit of knowledge from every single club that way no matter what walks in through my door one day i can help them in the you know in the knowledge that i have obtained from every single one of those clubs i just want to you know i just want to go ahead and put it on you too that you know, for anybody that's out there trying to search what they want to do, dealing with chiropractic or just in life in general, it's okay to not know. It's okay to kind of, you know, go around and try to figure out what, what works best for you because you don't want to be sitting here 20 years down the road and hate and basically hate your job or, and, you know, in worst case scenarios, hate your life. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, I'm really, really glad you said that because... Some people, some people are very afraid to sit here and say that they they just don't know. They just don't know what they want to do, and it's just 
it's great that you said that. I mean, I personally just want to help everybody that is around me. And I don't care who or what walks through my, my door. If it's a monkey, if it's a dog, if it's a horse, if it's a human, you know, they're going to get the best care that they receive. I, I personally, I, I love that. Yeah. What about you, Carlos? How do you feel yourself being in the next 10 years? Being honest, uh, I feel like I'm going to be a chiropractor. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. If it's a sport chiropractor or animal chiropractor. I just, I just want to be a chiropractor. I don't care. I just want to help out anyone. But except Ryan, if I see Ryan, I'm up. So you're just not decided yet. Well, you, you will be. You'll yeah, be. it's, it's not that I'm not decided. It's more like I'm, I want to learn everything and not being specific in one thing only. I wanna, I wanna be able to apply everything. Not, not like I'm saying like i want to be like i want to know it all and be perfect in everything i just want to know a little bit of everything so i can apply it on different situations and that's a perfect answer you don't need to have everything figured out right now honestly you know there there's a saying um i believe it goes back into the medieval days it's called being a jack of all trades and that's what it sounds like um to me carlos and it's funny because when I was a kid growing up, um, you know, I grew up with just me and my mom. So, like, she had to kind of learn how to do a lot of stuff around the house. So, my family always used to call it a jack of all trades because she was a mom. She was a billing manager for a doctor's office. So, she knew how to, you know, she knew how to do all this stuff with, like, finance and, like, math. But she was also the handyman of the house. She was the chef. So, it was, like, it was really funny. I don't know why that related to me at all in that way. But, you know, you're being a jack of all trades. And I think that's a really wonderful thing, dude, because, you know, um, you can realistically by doing that, you know, you're, you're not limiting yourself. But in, in, in any way, you're more so expanding your, your knowledge. And so I, I think that's really cool. But in my case, um, even though I'm sure you guys already kind of uh, through my insinuating of like what I like and stuff, you guys already know. But for me, since nobody asked me, thank you, Marcus, um, you know, I want to be able to take, like John said, um, orthopedic chiropractic, uh, sports chiropractic and functional neurology and kind of mold it all into one. Um, you know, I love I love functional neurology. Um, I just don't think my journey is to go down that rabbit hole um, and go in as, as in depth as, as some of my classmates. But, you know, and I admire them for everything that they do. But I do plan on working together with them. And I do, but I do plan on dabbling in some of it and applying it into my knowledge, as well as using what I've learned in Sports Cairo and losing, using some of the stuff that I learned in orthopedic diagnosis, uh, not diagnosis, orthop the orthopedic certification. Because in the ortho club, as well as in the orthopedic certification, you do get, for those of you that don't know, the club is actually um, offering opportunities to go shadow in surgical rooms. It's just, to me, that is an opportunity that's almost invaluable. You know, um, not many, not many certifications offer that and not many clubs offer that either. You know, I'm not, I just, I feel like that's a great opportunity. Um, I'm definitely signing up for that for sure. And, you know, I hope that I can see some of y'all there as well. Yeah. Just remember it. Of course. And I just want to go ahead and say, how do y'all feel about that Braves win? Because we are in Atlanta. So how you guys feel about that Braves win, my boy? The traffic is terrible. <laughs> what are the Braves play again? Is that a basketball? 
<laughs> well, I felt great. I win a lot of money on that on that one. So did you? Is yes, it, sir. Isn't those the 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 Houston Brave? Oh wait, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm very very you know blessed to be in this city, especially to see their first their first um World Series since 1995. Can y'all believe that? Yeah, it actually is a really cool time to be around Atlanta to see all the different people that are here. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty cool. Like 1995 was where I was born. <laughs> Ooh, I was born in 98. Show. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but I just want to go ahead and thank you guys for tuning in with another episode of Adjusting the Life. It's your boy Marcus and the crew, and we out. Yes, sir. Later. Alright, hold up, real quick. If you were to describe something as indescribable, haven't you already described it? Boy, what the <laughs> <laughs>